So you know what that means, BK vibes. And what we tell you, spread love. It is the Brooklyn way, goddamn it. And while in NY, we only bringing around NY's finest for sure. And I had to go to Harlem yeah, and bring the finest that Harlem uptown, has the uptown vibes in the fucking building. Make me? some noise for Death Sterling, the fucking guy. Some fucking noise. Yes, Harlem legend. Look at the fuck. Look at the spot. Look at this. Hold on, hold on. Let me see the drip. The more you sit down, let me see the drip. Oh, the floor is going to shake. It's ridiculous. Hold on, the floor is going to shake. Wow, back. I was like a long time ago. You're supposed to come here, debate some Drake. I was. That um, was, that was <laughs> you're supposed to come here, talk about some Knicks. <laughs> yeah, we look good. We watched the I'm game not, last night. RJ look good. Yeah. First Arts, of all, first of all, let's relax. This yeah. Knicks propaganda <laughs> stuff is that's not. Fine. We're not it's, starting that here. I'm not, that's what we're not doing. Hey, listen, we're not doing Knicks propaganda. That's what we're not. It's doing. not propaganda. RJ Barrett is a hooper. He's good basketball for he, sure. He is, he's, he's good basketball. Forty-six percent shooting from the three-point line. He's a hooper. He's good basketball. There's no denying that. That's all I'm going to say. But there's hooper. still a game under five. We are. Let's be let's be humble. Let's be I humble. am being humble. Let's we be have humble. not had a winning record this far. Well, not a winning record, but this good of a record this far into a season in a really long time. And I respect that. Like I respect. I had an all-star since Melo. I have to have optimism. <laughs> it's all I have, bro. There's nowhere else to go but up, bro. <laughs> it's been a real <laughs> shitty. You know what? If the world is better with Knicks fans are coffee. So you man. know what? I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Thank I'm, you. I'm with it. Shout out to the Dips for sending the Tony shit with that Kip shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. All right. So, like I said, your Harlem's finest. Yes, sir. You are the embodiment, I think, of when people would think of Harlem, like Harlem I, niggas. I appreciate that. Um, you're fly. You're innovative. Man, you're creative. You know, when I met you, I was like, oh, that's a New Yorker. Right. <laughs> That, that, when you when you hear that, what does that make you think? That my mission is accomplished. Like wow. that's that's his, I want to be as I think authentic authenticity is very important to me. I feel like um we were just having this conversation. If mm-hmm. if you are who you are, if you're from where you're from, I think it's just very important. And like I feel like I'm a walking embodiment of my environment. Like 
I was inspired by the people I grew up around, the music I listened to, the things I saw on a day-to-day -day basis, my walks to school, like, it's who I am. So I try to carry that with me everywhere I go. Like, I may not be wearing a Yankee fitted, but you know I'm a New Yorker, you know what I'm saying? Damn, is that like... <laughs> Is, is that like a little much though? Like you really got me. Like do you do you really just feel like having New York on your back at like all it's times about, is like like nah? It's not even about having New York on your back. It's more like growing up in the city. Just the the five boroughs, and we don't really consider Staten Island. We don't really care about them. But like the four boroughs, <laughs> Look at this. Like, it just you had you had to so be. But you had to you had to be different. Like you had to okay. just separate yourself. Like you had to. All right, cool. He's like, I don't want to be because I, I love people from Brooklyn. I'm just not a Brooklyn nigga. Like, I need yes, you to said that. Listen, I've lived in Brooklyn my whole time in New York. Yes, and you right. have made that very clear to me. 100. That I love this place, but nigga, this is not. These are no, not my people. It's not my people. Like, no. And it's just, it's just a pride thing. I think growing up in Harlem. I mean, growing up anywhere in New York. I'm not gonna. Say, New Yorkers have pride. Period. Mm -hmm. But growing up in Harlem is just a different. We're such a small place, and like we've just done so much. It's. When did you first realize? Nah, I'm from Harlem. Like, tell me the moment you like, damn, I'm yo, all right, cool. I'm from Harlem. Nah, Dipset. nah, bro, I swear. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the story is crazy. All right, so the day <laughs> you remember, Cameron did the Bill O'Reilly shit. The, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, you mad? He had the pistol, doggy. bro. He had the pistol Pete Maverick jersey, the the, the uh, New Orleans yeah, Jazz jersey, yeah. oh, bro. I'm on the bus coming from summer camp, my mom just blew mine. I was tight. <laughs> she, we're coming up 8th Avenue on the bus. I look out the, because this is summertime. It's Rucker. Rucker was, uh -huh. it's popular. Bro, I look out the, the, the window of the bus and Cam is standing there in the jersey and the big ass diamond earrings. And I'm like, and then I saw him on, on, on the news that night. My mom mm -hmm. was like, who is this camera? And I was like, that's the, that's the, and I, like, my world was just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's the old boy, and everything kind of connected. And I was like, Wait. "That's the old boy. I like that." Like, <laughs> that's the old boy. That's the like, no, like, like honestly, man, like being from Harlem, like being able to wear pink. I liked pink as a kid, right? Uh -huh, mm -hmm. uh -huh. I wasn't confident enough to wear pink. Like, yeah. I will be completely honest. Like a seven, like I thought it looked cool. It, it wasn't a bad color. But everyone, every guy made fun of girls for liking pink. It just was what it was. And when he was like, "Now nah, I'm wearing pink," and I was like, "Wait, I can do that." I said, I was hey, like, Cam, bro, shout out to yo, you, bro. Like, honestly, shout like, out to you. Like, it sounds like, like Cam is honestly like a superhero. Like, he's like my absolute favorite rapper. Him, Jim Jewel's, like, those guys honestly were the. You know what you did for the hood, bro? You honestly don't. Like, little, little black boys can wear pink because of you, Cam. I wore pink to prom like three times, bro. Like, I yes. love the color pink. And I, it's, it, I know it's so minute, but like, just him showing the confidence, like, yo, I can do this because I'm from here. Also wear pink. Honestly, and and at a young age, that shit really stuck with me. That got me to be the kind of person I am today. Like, that's the type of shit Harlem has instilled in me. So yeah, that's the that's a long answer to that. No, 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 no that's that's a fire oh, answer. Question. Yeah, you talk about having it instilled in you. Like, what about Harlem makes Harlem Harlem? Um, it's a sense of community. Like, I think that, how do I say this? Like, I could walk around the streets of Harlem and my mother would know that I was good because she knew people were outside on the corners, like, looking out for me. <laughs> and my grandmother knew my mother was good because she knew that people were on the corners looking out for her. It's like a very tight-knit community. Like, it's, it's, it's real special. It's like... 
everything that was happening, you were in the middle of it and kind of didn't realize how big it was until after it was over. Mm. Type of situation. Like, I didn't realize how big those Rucker Park games were. I'm about to tell give me a feel. Like, what does a Rucker Park game feel like? Like, like? I, it, like, it really, you can't really even imagine it. Like, it's, Hannibal would be on the mic in a white EBC jersey on a, going crazy. Uh, I think homie's name was Joe, the homie that created the Harlem Shake would be in the middle of the dance floor going on the middle of the court going crazy. Uh, my favorite player as a kid, his name was PlayStation. I think it was so nice, bro. I remember seeing like skip to my Like Rucker was just a different type of. It, it, I can't even energy man. Like seeing that line go down the block, three, four blocks because of that Jay Z shit. The Jay Z Fat Joe, Fat Joe game, that like, game that never happened. Bro, I was I was there. Like, you was there for the blackout? Yes, bro. Like Whoa. that's yeah, bro. I'm, I li- I lived across the street. I grew up in those projects. I grew wow. up in Charles Rangel houses. Like those projects is like where I'm from. So Rucker Park was right there. I would walk down Eighth to go get uh, a General Tso chicken with mom every payday and w- and see those games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm from there. <laughs> like that's you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's so my it, people, my nigga. It, like, mm-hmm. it just it hits different. Like so that. no mission of bands, you got no mission of larger man. You do. It's 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 ace. I'm sorry. It's alright. It happens. I get it. I get it. You would have. So let's talk about the flyness. No, no, no. The flyness is going to come a little later. Let's talk about partying because okay. Harlem niggas, y'all do. I said I said the woman party better than the men, but y'all 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 getting it. Yeah. Harlem niggas know how to have a good time. I love a good time. Why? A good time. Why, why is Dev so mixy? Is that Harlem or is that Dev? I feel like that was a personal. <laughs> that was a little. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't know if it was oh, Harlem yeah, or not, so I didn't. Um, I, I didn't know how to frame that. By virtue so of Harlem, he's about to cap and say he's not mixy. I, was, I wasn't going to let him get that. I, off. Thank you. I appreciate. I turned my mic off. For that. Yeah. I wasn't going to let him get that. I. All right. Cool. I am a, a, a mixed individual. It's crazy. Nah, I don't like, it's <laughs> crazy. It's 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 as a kid from home, we walk. We walk everywhere. Like I, I don't. I still. I'm a grown ass man. I don't know how to drive a car because I'm from New York. We walk everywhere. So as you walk everywhere, you really just get to know people, and you would see familiar faces. I right, cool. That nigga from Four Third. I right, cool. When I go to Four Third, I see him. I know him. All right, now I know who he is. And now we hang out when we're on Lennox together in the summertime. All right, now that's my man. Over going down to a Kingdom game. Now we're in downtown Harlem. Oh, these are the 15th Street niggas. All right, cool. Now I know them. Like that's it. It just how it went, and then another network in Harlem, but in New York City, period, is the Catholic school system. And if you went to Catholic high school in New York City, all the Catholic school high school parties, all the basketball games—that's just a thing, period. Yeah, pretty much. Because where we're from, the Catholic school connection, bro, the Catholic is fucking ridiculous. Yo, Catholic high school, man, Catholic high schools. um, I guess, of course, man, but in New York City, it was just a thing. If you knew someone that was at Spelman, then you knew someone that was at Hayes. I mean, you knew a girl that was at Aquinas. And then she probably knew a girl that was at Cathedral. You know what I'm saying? I've heard about Cathedral. Man, they had them. I've heard about Aquinas, too. They had them, too. (laughs) Yo, New York City. Oh, they had them. Oh, I miss high school, man. I feel feel, feel, Here's the thing about New York. All right. Let's get a little messy. New York, New Jersey, Shawty's versus PG, uh, DMV Shawty's, DC Shawty's. Yes. 
I'm gonna go PG DC versus New York New Jersey. Jersey. Me too. So, nigga, <laughs> like I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fighting you here. No, no, I was just, I was, I was, I was setting up the bracket. Oh, no, New up. York New Jersey versus PG DC. Right. Now, I'm personally, I'm biased. I get it. And I lean, I lean in my heart, mm-hmm. in my heart towards PG, right. towards PG DC. Yes. But I cannot. A front to Jersey in particular. Like I feel as though Jersey has Charles. a lot Yo. of great work in their, Yo, in their in their Raptors in, in the Raptors. Like Jersey got some work, man. Like you know you nah, know Jersey, you know you know I'm talking about like the Patterson. You know like like nah, right like right outside. Not too much. I need you to relax. Right here. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm being very, You're being very specific. Very specific. <laughs> I'm not giving everybody a jersey. We're not talking about the uh, jersey, jersey no, short. Not East Orange. You know what I'm saying? We're not, doing, we're not doing all that. I'm being very specific. But shout out to the Uptown Bobby. Shout out to Harlem. Nah, we love Harlem. Shout, shout out to all the Brooklyn girls, too. Nah, I get I get you. I, I just, I, I know nothing I, about New York women, but when you see this, <laughs> all the Dominican hey, mommies no. uptown? All the Dominican mommies uptown? Baby, I'm a man nah. of culture. A man of culture, indeed. I'm a man of culture. Nah, the Dominican mommies uptown are, are definitely great people. Shout out to all of them. <laughs> all, my, all my down, all my down all shawties are BK? They're great as well. I love Brooklyn. Why do you, you know so much? I've been around these parts, bro. I've been in for a little bit. You've had a lot 45 night or two, you, you know what I'm saying? Tell these niggas they've been in a lot 45 night or two. I was, I was, I was some with you. I was you there. Seen, you've seen some things you've been in a lot 45. Kinfolk on many of them. Kinfolk was a vibe, bro. You had to be there. For sure. You been there. For sure. That was a good time. Speaking of that, you took me to one of the most... Peculiar parties I've ever been to. What party was that? A pizza zoo party. You were the mm. first person hey. to take me to one of those. That man. zone was crazy. Yeah, I, man. Shout out Pizza Zoo. Yeah, shout out to Pizza Zoo. Apparently, I got there later, like after it like had passed the house party stage. But for you, like, what do you remember of that sort of era of New York partying? That shit and, like, was cool, man. Yeah. Like it, that era. I, I, it'll probably never come back, obviously because of circumstances. But that era of New York, like. Man, you never know. You see Miami. And That's shit. a very good point. It's nasty down there. Um, <laughs> it's, we don't get to your Miami connection. Relax. Um, <laughs> I would say like partying in New York, like 2015, 2016, it was just a different. It was so much fun in the city. Like everything was happening in the city. It felt like every. It, it was like these new ent- entities of, of of or collectives of people just starting these different ideas. Like tacos to killer and trap was a thing. Uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, bro. It was the Duce Palooza shit happened around that time, right? They or were Henny. Hen- it was Henny, Henny at, that point. at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just need to. I mean, you said it, and we're on the podcast. So that nigga Chris Styles is a bozo. He hates him. I hate that. He nigga. really hates him. Like, I, do. I think he's a really nasty man, but he hates. Him. I hate that nigga. And like, you're a nasty man. He's re- like, hey, this is and listen, low key. We, we need more men to do this. Fam. I mean, I feel that we need more men to call out men for being nasty. He just dropped a book. Like, no one's trying to read that shit, bro. What? Wow, Dude. you really dropped the book, bro. That's read the fucking book, my guy. For what? Read what the fucking book. He's in a YouTube couple now. Wow. After all the nasty work, listen. You know what's really nasty? There was a lot of allegations during the quarantine, and people just act like they didn't happen. Like. We know there were whole rape pages made about y'all. Y'all know we we saw those, right? It's nasty. 
they didn't go away. That's nasty. Like, anyway, we, we know you guys. I just didn't want you to bring it up and me not say that. But hey, listen, I, I respect it. But that's yes, fine. Uh, I know that. Far in the left, but yes, uh, that was that was start, error. They had started error. earlier than that, but um, yeah, but for yeah, sure, but it was, was a uh, that was an error. It was a it was a great time in New York City for sure. Like I, I missed that a lot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I missed that a lot. So. Outside of that, let's go to Miami. Okay. You did a stint in Miami. A stint. No, Shout I did a out bid. Barry. <laughs> you did a bid? Nah, I didn't do a bid. It was Come the on. Greatest four years of my life. Greatest four. So that was your LeBron. Was that your LeBron? Literally, and you know what the crazy part is? Mm-hmm. Literally, the four years he was there, I was there. I look at it like a parallel. <laughs> It wasn't for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the nigga Benny said? Yo, I love Benny I so much. To the, that, yo, uh, I got drafted to the feds, bro. You didn't, LeBron got drafted to the NBA. I got drafted to the feds. That's nuts, bro. I, yeah, that, that was, was nuts. That was that was definitely that funny. Was nuts. Shout yeah, out to yeah, Benny. Yeah, I love Benny, man. Um, that's a bar. It wasn't a bar. So you... <laughs> 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 it wasn't. How about that? No. Listen, Dev has, Dev has took a stance today. He is not for abuses. He is not for... Well, mass incarceration, yeah, like, no, stop this. Yeah, no, no. Real black man. Um, <laughs> let's talk about your Miami. You're just Miami. Let's, my second favorite place. Your second favorite place behind yeah. Harlem. Why is Miami so popping to you? Because, uh, like, I know everybody who, like, oh, 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 hold on. Also, why were so many of y'all from here in, in Miami? Miami? Uh, at that time, that was just some... some some New York shit. Like, niggas just wanted to get out of the city for a while. Like, I'm not gonna lie. At the end of 2010, 2011, like, it was nasty out up here. Like, a lot of niggas were getting shot. It was a lot of niggas dying. And niggas was like, all right, y'all, I want to get off the city for a minute. And Florida was like, like... Closest but furthest place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... It was sunshine, but it mm. wasn't California. It wasn't mm. a five-hour flight. I'm out across the country. I can get home if I needed to really get home. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I, the reason why I ended up in at Barry was because I wanted to be a marine biologist. Wow. Yeah, I really want to. Yeah, I, yeah. Over episode of Seinfeld, I uh, the marine biologist episode. I was like, that sounds funny. I was like, how much do they make? And I saw how much marine biologists made, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. that sounds like fun. That shit, that right there. So I applied to every school for marine biology and only got in Barry. That is a very College is a very weird place because 100%. that is how people make decisions. Off a Seinfeld show. Yeah, that's honest. Yo, bro, I, I, that's literally the reason. I, I wore a Seinfeld jacket here today. Like it's, you did. I did. Like it's not. Even, that's my favorite show in the world, and that inspired me to become a marine biologist. And that's how I ended up in Miami. And Jer- that's how I ended up meeting you guys because I went and met you with Miles. You know what I'm saying? Jerry, thank you. Thank you. No, it was, well, Larry David. Shout out to you. Um, for sure. Man, you gotta give credit to the face. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But Larry. Larry. Really the guy. Curb. Greatness. Amazing. Give us another season, please. You're kind of old, though, so <laughs> I can understand why. I'm not, I'm not, like, that's not a bad thing. We got to keep him safe. And, you know, like, COVID is yeah, real, so, versus, like, you don't, know his, don't, don't hurt yourself. You don't know. Pre-existing, baby. Don't overextend yourself. Yeah, come on, bro. You have a long life to live. We need you here. Can't just, keep more legends. Just write some shit. Can't take more legends. Can't take more legends. Yeah, like once you get like past like 96th Street, you see all the good dogs in New York City. Like the real like. This is a real New York conversation. All the good dogs are under 96th Street. Okay, let me not say that because that sounds really dickish. Not good dogs. All dogs are good dogs. Fancy dogs. Fancy dogs. Like the the dogs you'd see in the. Are the dogs above 96th and Uptown? What's the what's the show for you? What's the what's the the Bensminster? Westminster. That joint. All the, oh, the dog are, show. The yeah, dog yeah. show. All the dogs you would see in that show, like, are 
all under like 96 so you mean than over there the dogs that have the have, uh, the resources to be economically developed <laughs> while the dogs like we said bland town <laughs> okay like okay. we said bland I don't respect respect all right so outside of resources you really gonna classify dogs? I'm now? just saying, like, don't don't classify my don't classify my above ninety six dogs as my above ninety six dogs. <laughs> I love all dogs above ninety six too. I'm just saying, I'm all dogs matter. <laughs> all dogs. Matter. I'm just saying, y'all don't y'all don't feel that. That nigga's a sick y'all don't man, feel, bro. Y'all feel that. All right. <laughs> it's only one. Let's, let's slow down. A lot of daylight. Like, All right, so yeah. we, we had a whole conversation about Miami, and we, it has been derailed by dogs. So shout out to the dogs. Shout out to the dogs. Uh, shout out to DMX, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the dogs. Yeah, rest in peace to DMX. It's all serendipitous, right? Um, so fashion, though. Yes. Let's, let's really dig into this. Let's talk. Was Miami the start of the fashion or like? No. Ooh. No. no. So when was the so when was the first piece you like? When did you first piece? I mean, like I've always made one offs for myself. Like, yes, you threw a custom of shoes. Yeah, like I like. I've always liked jackets. Like I made a custom varsity jacket. It started like wearing rugby and shit. Like when rugby had their store on um on twelfth in university, you could go in there and get patches, mm. patching shit up. Yeah, they used to have that joint in Georgetown. For sure had it in Georgetown. I always wanted to go to the rugby store in Georgetown, but mm. I never got to go. But you would be able to go in there, customize mm. your shit, and that was like a, a mind-opening thing for me. I was like, all right, I can do this. And then like eBay being able to go find all types of different patches. So I remember having a Nassau phase where I would look up old Apollo missions and then just try to find all the patches for those missions and then put those on a jacket because I thought it would look cool. Like, that's the... I, I would always do shit like that. So it's not like Miami started the, the fashion shit. I think, if anything, Miami made me want to hustle more. Wow. Mm. That's interesting from the city of the New hustlers Yorker. talking that about... from Harlem. I know, right? Like, city of the, home of the, the home of the hustlers, but, like, when you around money all day and just opulence Stay. and like beautiful shit, yeah. that shit, man, like you actually see money down fam, there. Up here is a little it's different. not even like, like you could be on your block and you could see the nigga getting money yeah. and like he getting money. That's cool. But in Miami, but then when you have class with a kid, that's like, oh yeah, one of my dad's twenty one Ferraris is in the shop. It's like, oh, that's, this is wealth. That's what. Got it. Yeah. Like, yo, you want to go to the Bahamas this weekend? We're going to get on the boat and just like go, go down. And I'm what? like, oh, that's, like, you don't get that. <laughs> you can't get that in the city. Like, you're not going to be walking down the block and see Bugatti because someone's going to Prime for dinner. Like, you don't get those same types of experiences. So, like, in Miami, you, I really got to see, like, oh, this should exist. Like, like you, I, I can be in New York all day and not go to Fifth Avenue. That's or true. not go to Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You can be on the highway in that's a great in the point. in the middle of the hood in Miami, and a Lambo will drive past you. That's that's very true. And like, like that type of shit has always been the thing that got me going. Like I remember seeing Cameron in the in the Pepsi Blue Lamborghini on 168th Street. Like that shit got me going. Like that that's the shit that entices me. Like I can't. You see Cam everywhere. Yeah, huh? bro, Cam was everywhere. <laughs> And he had a Pepsi Blue uh, Lambo and a pink Range Rover. You could not miss him. Like, he wanted to be seen. But that's neither here nor there. No. Um, but, yeah. That, uh, 
I don't even remember where I was going with that. Nah, that's what we're that's about the, the fashion uh, sort of beginnings. All right, so I, get, so I get that. So for me, when did you take this dive? Because I remember maybe it was like two or three years ago. You were like, bro, I hate what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I need to do something else. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yo, you 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 mad fly dope, dude. Like, like you, figure it out. Like you, you, you can figure you it out. You throw the party. Like the first thing I remember, first of all, was, was, the, was the, the parties. The, the dip set um, art installation. The art event, yeah. Uh, after that, you know, COVID happened and shit kind of slowed it was, down. It was nasty. But, like, kind of <laughs> speak to, <laughs> speak to that. Like, that. what was the beginning part? Because... So that... Pro- I got you. Yeah. I know. Uh, so that process was... Um, I've always wanted to tell a story in the platform. This is actually kind of like cool for me. Um, so the process was I, I had come to the terms of I hated my job. We've yeah. had, we had had that conversation mm-hmm. tons of times. And it was just like... There's two things I really hate. I hate answering to people. And it's not like a matter of like, I like to be a boss. It's not that. I just like doing things when I feel like doing things. If I can, if I'm good at something, if you're paying me to do something, I can do it. Don't micromanage me. I hate that shit. And I really hate sitting behind a desk for eight hours a day. Like, <laughs> those two things really drive me crazy. So I was like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. And I was in a position where if I were to quit my job, I would still have a roof over my head. I would still have food in my stomach. I would be good. I didn't need it to survive. It wasn't a necessity for me. Okay. And if there were any point in my life there was a time to take that risk and bet on myself, it was, it was then. I quit. I throw a Rockefeller art event that's really successful. It works. And I'm like, oh, shit is up. We're, we're good. Then we throw the party at the beginning of January 2020. That goes great, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna give you a spot. You can just throw parties here." It was going. It was gonna be awesome. Events was gonna be the way I was gonna start making money. COVID happens, so now it's like, all right, you kind of have to pivot and figure out what it is that you, what you can do. What is that moment like when you like, yo, we're good. Like shit is about to be up. We got our spot. We got our events popping, and then they be like, Damn. "Yeah, no. How about you sit your yeah. ass down in the house?" That was um for a year and a half. Well, at that point, we didn't know, but they... We did, but, like, you know, I was sitting on my bed trying to comprehend, like, what everything... Like, we can't go outside. (laughs) We can't be near people because this virus can... It was a lot to, like, try... I throw parties. I need to... Like, how am I going... Like, it was a very... I need people around each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I survived (laughs) that way. Yeah. How all the things that I had in motion, all the things that were about to happen, because things were definitely about to happen. I'm sure with, as everyone, things mm-hmm. were about to happen. It seemed like things were on the up and up, and then everything kind of stopped. So in all of that, I mean, I was going to therapy and then talking to my therapist about a lot of shit. Yeah, go to therapy. I'm a huge advocate for uh, therapy, especially black men going to therapy. It's not necessarily a thing that's talked about in our communities. It's kind of like shunned. Um, but I would definitely encourage any anyone to go. Uh, it definitely has helped me immensely. Um, but I guess trying to figure out who I am, what it is that I want to do, or where I come from, it got me... My grandmother died when I was two. Mm-hmm. But apparently me and my grandmother had this like really dope relationship. And like I would wake up in the mornings early with her, and she would make coffee and she would make me a fake cup of coffee and like we would watch the news together like every morning this was like a thing and quarantine you're in the house all day so I'm looking at old photos I'm hearing old stories and it felt like I was meeting this woman for the first time like like as an adult 
and like my her built the building that she raised my family it was 211G West 151st Street so it just kind of felt like two, and it's also like right across the water from Yankee Stadium huge Yankee mm-hmm. fan so it felt as if I was meeting her and getting to know who I was who she was what the family meant like how it came to be and it just felt like the root of all that and then thing about not just kids in New York just kids anywhere like grandma's house is grandma's house it's one of the best places you know ever. what I'm saying like and I didn't and I didn't really get to experience it that much like I don't really remember it because she passed when I was so young mm-hmm. but like my older cousins talked to me about it how like the experience of going to grandma's house was like so much fun and how like they just they still light up talking about it and they're in their 30s and in their 40s so like mm-hmm. I would just feel that energy pulse and <laughs> Harlem will always be Harlem <laughs> I'm sorry Harlem will always be hard. I'm sorry. Heartfelt story. <laughs> Nigga was real life getting vulnerable. Get after vulnerable. He be vulnerable. Yeah. And then had the pose to jump. Had the pose to jump. Never change, Harlem. Never sorry. change. I love niggas. Never um, change. Look at this. But yeah, so I just kind of started to, to, to try to create from a place of like the things I loved as a kid. And as I... Dude did that, I kind of realized how similar the childhoods were of my older cousins and how grim I was. And it just made me want to just create something. And yeah, 211G is kind of this brainchild of me trying to figure out a way to make money in a pandemic and my immense love for storytelling. I was going to ask, what the fuck is 211G? And you explained that quite elegantly. Yeah. Lovely. Shout out to Grandma. Shout out to Grandma. Shout out to Grandma. Home base, that's why it's like so baseball themed. That's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's I like play. that. I like yeah. that. So, aside from business, David, what was it like? Because you're a very social person. I am. You like people. Love people. You love being outside. Mm-hmm. So, what was it like mentally pivoting to not being able to go out, see your man? It was difficult. It was very. You talked about mental health, so I just had to it ask was, how you was doing. It was you. very difficult. I cannot lie. Um, it was very difficult. And, like, at that very same time, I was, like, going through a breakup as well. So, like, all of that shit kind of... So, like, the moment you would need to go out... <laughs> you couldn't. <laughs> oh, I'm about to go get blasted with mm-hmm. all my guys. It's mm-hmm. lit. No, you're not. Sit your ass in the house. Reflect. Think about your emotions. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, we're working. Work. Yo, bro, you know how many times I figured out what to do? <laughs> Hey, I just went through a breakup. Trip. You know what I'm saying, yo, bro, and like being forced to deal with those emotions, and, and it, it was, it was. Sorry, it's not funny, but nah, that's funny. <laughs> nah, I felt it because we just felt each other. Nah, that's what I'm saying. That's, 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 that's that little, that little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's little, but now, like having to deal with all of those things. All of those things happening at the same time, especially at a time like that when you would want to be around your people mm-hmm. and you couldn't. It was very, very difficult. But like, I kind of love the way. Like Twitter tried to like create new ways of of uh connecting. of connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went through that. Did the Zoom parties? We went through that really bad challenge phase. Yeah, where everything. <laughs> I, was did I, 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 I did push ups. I participated. I did some push ups. I did some push ups. I did. I did. I did. Not brown. I did the great brim hat thing. I'm not too proud of that one either. That's that nasty happened. work, buddy. Like, <laughs> the push ups. I'm gonna say we were all part of that. But the hats. that was just a bad. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me show you a picture I got on my phone. That is weird. It was. <laughs> it's the truth. I, honestly, because it was like you know what, 
That great bread. I don't remember you dropped that though. So I didn't need to do it, but I had a lot of them shits. I was like, yeah, why not? And then I kind of felt stupid after doing it, but it existed, so I wasn't about to delete it. Keep talking, because I'm gonna find it. There's a great picture. Great picture. Charles is a sick man. Why? It's nuts. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I shouldn't have done it, but like. Honestly, listen, quarantine was a time, bro. It like, was quarantine. I can't like, like, I thought that that was quarantine. Niggas was really just doing anything. Doing anything. I was in a in a Netflix. Remember the the shot challenge? The movie the movie watch parties. Oh yeah, the Netflix watch parties. Everybody press at the same time. Niggas in the comment section, like I always remember watching Pain of Fool. I and, see and you in one of them. And I was quoting the movie and shit because like, <laughs> I would be doing that if I was with my friends. Like, it just wasn't the same. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. I ain't no niggas was pressing shit at the same time. Yeah, but uh, it was nasty work. It was very found nasty. a way for you to actually watch it all together. Yeah. Yeah, it was like an app uh, like extension. An app. Thank you, sir. It was an extension. It's a nice watch. It's Bahrain, you know. It's a nice watch. It's Bahrain? Yeah. That's where it came from. <laughs> it's a nice oh, fuck. Watch. Are watch, I'm gonna, I can't find it. Watch, I'm gonna find it after we done. I'm gonna be fucking pissed. That's okay. Are you? Are you talking about the cat picture? No, it's the joint. You got the. It's the, what you the all the hats. All the hats. Well, the name of the company is Noon. N U U N. Oh, that's a really nice watch. Shout out, this is not a plug. I just think that that's a very. I like Arabic dolls. Same. Yeah, very classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charles right. is still not on this picture. I have it. It's okay. It's okay. So we're gonna finish with. All right. So we know about the brand, but. Mm-hmm. I love the jackets. I love the Lonely Lovers Club. Mm-hmm. Um, that shirt is amazing. The shoe is also amazing. I appreciate that. Just like, okay, go ahead, Charles. No, no, I'm, no, just, I'm just curious. The New York Don't Care, mm-hmm. the Lonely Lo- Lovers Club, like, are they all sort of themes? The, um, the crisp fitted. The crisp fitted. That's, that was a personal favorite. I appreciate that. Yeah. You'll love what's coming. Okay. Pause. <laughs> That was just for that was just for entertainment value. Um I respect that. I respect that. Lean into it. Um The lean into it wasn't that's a challenge. I got nothing for you. He is um, challenged. So, uh, so, mad for real. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. so yes, uh, the crisp fit. That's uh, the way I create. I think I've realized is I don't, I don't want to say I'm, I'm, I don't, I will never want to create according to the seasons, like spring, summer, fall, winter. Mm-hmm. That's just not how my brain operates. Like that's I like not how you dress. N- yeah, I like capsules. I like complete thoughts. I like a beginning and an end. I like storytelling. And within all of those things, I can tell different stories at different times. So, like, New York Don't Care is the mantra for the brand itself. Like, gotcha. 211G is the name. New York Don't Care is just the, it's, it's the truth. Niggas don't give a fuck. Like, New York City is the place where you can walk down the street bawling your eyes out and no one will say a word to you because we don't care. Like, until you get the fuck out the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not like it's okay. it's I don't, it's I don't, it's not meant to be negative. It's For just sure. like it's just like I'm going it's, somewhere. And it is what it is. Way. I gotta get. I, you gotta get what you gotta <laughs> get done. Like you going through shit. New York don't care. Figure it out. Like this is if you want to make it here, you gotta make it here. Like it, you know what I'm saying? There's no excuses. New York don't care. So that's the mantra. The Lonely Lovers Club is like a um, 
it's a capsule collection that was inspired by a show that I will not say the name of because I do not want to be sued. But <laughs> there was a show that kids my age, well, not even kids my age, kids for tons of years would watch, and it was like their introduction to porn. And it was on public access TV in New York City. If you know, you know. Okay. And that, yeah, you know, he knows. He knows. I know you know. Um, that's, you, come on, man. So, you know we can do the evidence. Oh, okay, so the... No, if you can edit that up. Um, it was a show that was the first show I ever saw boobs on live television. And like I remember the next day in school going to my friends and like we were like, yo, we knew about that too. We just didn't know if we would say anything. And like <laughs> that was like a moment. And then like I remember telling my older cousin, he was like, Oh, you saw it on that show? That's how I first saw them too. And being like, is this like the right of passion? Like, is this how it I'm saying? So that always stuck with me and like that the this imagery on the TV show always I thought was cool. So I decided to create something. Man has been tapping into his childhood brain, boy. Man, how, you want to... That's what we most of Fam, I, I showed you, right? Yeah. I showed you. Yeah. Fam. Came it really did. Shout out to you for your help initially. You did. <laughs> Ooh. 420. I like those. Those are hard. Thank you. Those are really hard. Yeah, I can't see this. That's exclusive. Four twenty. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I, I only want to create shit that I like. People like I respect you guys' opinion. I'm not. No, that's hard. That's that's, that's, yes, that's, that's dope. dope. But that's dope. also, I only care about people whose opinions I value. Opinions. <laughs> like, I want to create shit that creators would understand. Like, I want to yeah. create shit that inspired that's me hard. as a kid like because, that. like, that's the shit that I like and that I care about. Like, money isn't the motivator for me. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I learned in this journey. And as I'm saying that out loud, I think I should have realized that when I switched majors in college because I didn't want to do marine biology anymore. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't like I don't care about chasing the money to me. Like it'll come when it comes. Like I'd much rather be happy doing some shit that I care about than being paid a lot of money to do some shit I didn't care about. And when I'm still pay though, still pay for sure. Sticks don't it, like it isn't expensive. Like, it's still expensive. Like, we're not doing this for fun. Not for fun. I just I, I, I like it. It's very expensive. It is. Yo, I bro, enjoy this. What I never knew taking. I never thought I'd be as comfortable taking L's as I have become comfortable taking L's, or as comfortable seeing the numbers in the bank account be as low as they are because you know you got to get shit out. They're like, lessons. They're not L's. They're not L's. They're definitely lessons. But learning how to take those in stride has been, like, because two years ago, if half the things that would have happened on the journey to that first t-shirt would have happened, like, I would have quit. Like, I know myself. I knew myself. Like, I've been able to come to a place where I can fight through that shit because that shit's not that important. Like, I know that there's a bigger goal in mind, that I have a purpose, that I'm doing this shit for a reason, and I just kind of have to believe in myself. Like, Like, believing in myself has gotten me to this point. Believing that I could quit my job and figure out, figure it out. Believing that I could throw events, and then saying, "Oh shit, I can't throw events." All right, cool. How can we do this now? And I, f- I know my mind. I know that I can create some shit that's conceptually different or something that no one's seen in a long. Like who? No one's doing chain stitch jackets. It's just the truth. 
So you're just you're throwing the events just in a different way. You're yes, I'm telling I'm telling stories way. in a different way. For sure. That and I think that that's the the way to do it. Like uh, in picking up a camera and taking photos. Now I just that's another way to tell stories. Uh, in all of this, the being able to tell a story and having people be able to relate to it or call back like, oh, I remember being at Grandma's crib and seeing X, Y, and Z or mm-hmm. seeing this on the TV and having sharing those experiences or like if you see. Your uncle, and he's an old nigga that smokes weed, and he only smokes Dutchess. <clears throat> you see a Dutch box, you will think of that family member. That's the type of shit that I want to tap into, because that's the type of shit that always inspired me as a kid, you know? Listen, all them niggas begin it, man. Make some fucking noise for them. Make some fucking noise for Harlem. Thank you, my brother. I'm actually really happy you got to do this. I've been wanting to do this for thank, a while. I'm glad that you came. We're thankful for you. I'm for thankful sure. for you guys, man. Before Always. we, before people leave, though, mm-hmm. this, we, we, this is what we do. This is where this is all about you. It's nothing from us. I appreciate You're gonna that. You're going to look right into that mm-hmm. camera, and you're going to tell them, the people, all the people, all, all the our people. fans, all your fans, something they need to know about you, or want, something you want them to know about you. Something I want them to know about me. Um... Everything I do is actually authentic. It's it's from the heart. It's I, so much time. There's so much effort that goes into this. It's not. There's no shortcuts. It's it's 100% me. I'm like I said at the beginning of this. I'm not good at being vulnerable, but through these clothing, through clothing, through hats, through whatever it is, it's the, my one way of being able to truly be vulnerable. So if you do buy anything from the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate it. It is coming to you with love and with care. It's a well-engineered garment. And um, I appreciate you for shopping. Um, I know those jackets are pretty lofty, but they're really, really good jackets that will last for a really, really good long time. So, shop with me, man. Just, just shop with me. I promise you, you will not regret it at all. New York don't care. They don't. I have one more question. I got, I, I got an answer. So good. Okay. What makes you more excited, creating the item, mm-hmm. or? shooting the item because you are also like a creative director fashion designer fashion designer type uh, guy so you I, know. Pre- I appreciate that yeah model I, all that all the, yeah, I've, I've, I've fallen into that I kind of like it too it's, it makes me feel good um I I I enjoy the creating process of it more okay but honestly when I'm doing the creating process I'm kind of already envisioning how I would want it to shoot it how we want it to look like okay. that like, that's why I asked. Yeah, like I, because it's like I look at shit like a storyboard. Mm-hmm. So like, in creating that shirt, it was like the the Lonely Lovers Club. You up late night that's by yourself. Sound. I was literally about to say that because like the way you shot the Lonely Lovers Club T-shirt, John, like with Shawty, just in her house by herself drinking tequila, Lonely Lo- on like, the bed with the shirt, nothing else. It's amazing. It doesn't have to be too like, extravagant, nah. Like, yeah. I think, and that's the finding the. The beauty and the simplicity of it that's yeah. like doesn't have fit to the caption of the shirt with the mood of this it doesn't have to be this huge if you can story tell you can story tell like i hate long captions on instagram <laughs> i do like and it's not that i guess people like, like use them like i just you can convey so much with a lot less mm-hmm. but as a storyteller you're able to, like, I, I guess i'm able to do that in different mediums but yeah i i appreciate because so much time and effort went into that whole thing like so many tweaks and so you saying that definitely means a lot to me because I it, a lot went into that and right, that's a, so that's for you to say I like that. it and I like you you can actually yeah. appreciate it that means a lot to me it does so love man yeah for sure we're here 
New York don't care. That's what I, yeah. I try to tell you. You don't. 211G. Shout out the fucking brand. Shout out Dev Sterling. Oh my gosh. Make sure y'all check him out. Hey, hold on. How yes. do I get you on the socials? Let him know. Um, Dev underscore Sterling, like silver. You see we get money out here. 211G on, on Instagram as well. And if you want to see some shit that I shot with a camera, it's tag stripped. <laughs> Listen, it's all there for you. You know we gonna put them on the screen, so you gonna see them here too. All that. One last My time, guys. make some noise for Harlem. Make some noise for Jeff Sterling. Appreciate you guys, man. Type that bust a lot of shots and none touch you. I'm the type that get excited when the gun touch you, motherfuckers. I'm niggas about to witness this dynasty like no other. I'm headed nowhere fast, running in place, uh, getting my waist. Niggas wanted a taste, but wouldn't come to my face. Uh, so what that mean? You cats is playing games again. So now what I do? Start naming names again. All uh, you motherfuckers know that I speak from the heart. Uh, Play like you don't know, LOX is no bar. We can take it there, but to make it fair, get some more niggas. Child CJ, we coming with like four niggas. Right? Y'all niggas, best to stop playing. It'll be the one you forgotten about, but it gets you shot in your mouth. Dogs covered. Uh, Plus, it's all gravy like chicken when it's smothered. What? It's dark and I love it. Uh, get them, boy. Let them loose. Come on.